to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, joined by my father and co-host, Brian Flesh. Hey there. So, uh, we're coming off a Sunday night loss uh, in pretty devastating fashion. We lost by 23 points, 26 to 3. Uh, not one offensive touchdown. And already out of the playoffs, kind of knew this was coming. I'm personally offended by our offense. Yeah, it was it was bad. So let's start with the defense, though. I thought overall for the defense, for the amount of players that Kansas City brings to the table with Mahomes and uh, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, you know what? I should have probably started with this. We are live and we are accepting phone calls. Uh, if anyone calls in, we'll get to that. Also, we have a voicemail. So before we get to anything that I was about to say, I'll just wrap it up real quick, though. They do have a lot of offensive weapons, and uh, they roasted us. <laughs> they did. <laughs> uh, so um, with that being said, though, let's first go to, before you guys hear us blabber on, let's go to the voicemails. And I think we have one from Curtis again. So, Curtis, take it away. Hey, guys, it's Curtis. It's the uh, the day after that just awful loss to the cheese. I couldn't bring myself to call you guys last night with any of my thoughts on it. It was just atrocious. I did, however, want to bounce something off you guys. And I don't know. This has been bugging me for a while. But I think there are a selection of players on the Bears who want Trubisky gone but can't say it out loud. And here's my evidence. I mean, remember, so up until like the trade deadline, People weren't really executing. They were dropping balls, almost like a lot of the players were saying, hey, this guy's trash. You need to move on, get Chase Daniel or somebody else in here. Everybody was kind of like going around, dropping balls, not really giving it all. Trade deadline happens, and it's almost like the player said, look, okay, we're obviously we're stuck with this guy. You might as well start playing. The team looked a lot better. I mean, it was almost immediately after the trade deadline. The team looked so much better. Everybody was catching balls, giving extra effort, making plays. And then as soon as we were eliminated from the playoffs, it's right back to the same old garbage offense we had. Nobody's hustling. Like, these same players are now like, okay, well, season's over, so there's no reason in trying to salvage it anymore. Let's just send the signal back to management that we need a different dude. So, I don't know, man. This is just my head looking for, you know, hidden meaning and stuff, but I don't know. It looks like a strong correlation, so I don't know. I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on that, but, uh, man, what a garbage loss. Anyway, take it easy, guys. Yeah, that was a garbage loss. Um, Dumpster fire. I agree with him. I think the players have been doing... I think they... I, I have no... I mean... I love to see different people's perspectives because exactly what he said, we have been thinking and saying, and I Mm -hmm. just, if we're seeing this, and I know it's just three of us, but other people are, you know, they are, they just haven't caught the whiff of this podcast yet. So, you know, 
Once, you know, we and bake the pie bigger and open the window and they'll and, get a whiff. And we smell like roses. <laughs> they'll get catch on and then they can call in and we can do that. Cannot agree with Curtis Moore. Like, yeah. that was spot on. I I also very much think he's on target. The other piece that we have to remember is during that same period of time, we did have a pretty good schedule to go up against people, too. So there was well, he only a had, He only there. had a two-game run. Yeah. Trubisky yeah. only had a two-game well, run. Yeah, that's true. We had two or three games right there. That, it was Dallas. Yeah. It was Detroit. That's not saying anything. Okay. Also, Stafford's healthy. I don't know if we win those games. Oh, I, I don't, think, don't think we even come close if Stafford's healthy. As far as players, I think Anthony Miller has given up on Trubisky a while ago. He uh, he seems very frustrated. Taylor Gabriel seems in no hurry to get back. Uh, Trey Burton, we'll talk about him later again. Just, you know what, Trey? Go ahead. Continue to sit up and eat up the cap room on our bench and continue to do nothing. You have brought nothing to this team. No, nothing. No, he, he's, he was the most expensive player at the table this year. And, I mean, did we even miss him when he was gone? Let that be a lesson to all the people playing in the NFL right now. You need one spectacular play. You know what? It's a surprise that David Tyree of the Giants, when he caught the helmet catch, mm-hmm. it's surprising he didn't get $100 million from someone. He would have if Ryan Pace was in office. <laughs> Ryan Pace would have gave him $100 million on the spot. He'd be like, oh, did you see that? I mean, we have to get him. We have to get him. I mean, it's ridiculous. We'll get into all that later. Let, let's go back to our defense. I honestly didn't think our defense um, played bad. I thought that, you know, when you hold the Chiefs to... It would have been interesting if we would have scored more to see how our defense would respond. Uh, I mean, our offense. Sorry, our defense. No, I meant defense. meant defense. I'm sorry. I got woo, long day, long work day. Okay, focus. So it'd be interesting to see how our defense would have responded with some offensive scores because we were holding, and the Chiefs did have a couple three and outs, and we actually held them pretty good during the game. You know, other than the game over in London, our defense has been very, very consistent and, and has played tough and hard. And by the way, I want to give kudos to Robinson. Um, he has played his butt off and been the same classic good receiver, regardless of how bad the quarterback is playing. But as far but as but as far as but as far as the defense goes, they have been consistent. It's just what what gives that whole group any hope? So yeah, I think we're good on the defense. I didn't really see any problems. Uh, no, no. Uh, you know what? I do have a f- bone to pick, and I'm pissed about this. Akeem Hicks done for the year. That's on the coaching staff, and that's a bullshit call, guys. Putting him in the game like that against Green Bay when it was meaningless—bullshit. He came back in three times, injured as hell. Bullshit. All right, that's all I have to say. That I'm just gonna leave it at that. I already went on a rant last time, yeah. so yeah. Uh, let's go to. Let, let, you brought up Allen Robinson. I have a bone to pick. One with just with the media in general, and especially one Chris Collinsworth. Oh, do I have a bone to pick? Before we get to that bone, how annoying was it? 
every Patrick Mahomes could have had Mahomes. There was could have had Mahomes signs. There was a Bear fan that was pretty funny. He had a, fi- a Bears jersey <laughs> custom made with number fifteen on it. And that it was said Mahomes. Yeah, that was classic. Um, L- listen, we all knew it was coming. Come on, we but but, it, but no, it, it started. Got- it started with the very first pan in of the screen, <laughs> and there is a Mah- we could have had Mahomes, but it got more outrageous as the night moved it on. It did. It did indeed. Um, my bone to pick with Mr. Chris Collinsworth, aka the Mitchell Trubisky, um, excuse machine. Don't you ever. Ever, Chris Collinsworth, I don't care how you played wide receiver. You have not watched any of the Bears games. One, you compared Mitchell Trubisky during the game to Patrick Mahomes and said, I've seen all their throws. I went through all the tapes. No, you didn't. Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit right there because his montage package that he set up for the damn game was only the two Really good throws that Trubisky had in Green Bay. Mahomes was all over the place, okay? So don't sit here, Chris Collinsworth, and say that. Two, here's another excuse. Well, the Bears don't have the talent that the the, uh, Chiefs have offensively, and they need to go out and they need to find talent for Mahomes. And... Then Al Michaels asks, where do you, well, you think... Mean for, you meant for Trubisky. For Trubisky, sorry, yes. For Trubisky, sorry. I get wrapped up because I was going to say, well, anyone would be good with Mahomes. But they do... Tyreek Hill's a special player. Travis Kelsey's a special player. That's where that fucking ends, okay? That's where that ends. For Chris Collinsworth to sit here and say, in my opinion disrespect Allen Robinson by saying that he would not even, they go, well, where would you put him on the depth chart? And he goes, would he be before or behind Sammy Watkins? Sammy uh, Watkins? Sammy Watkins. Listen, Sammy Watkins has had one good game the entire year. Went off the first game of the year. Hasn't done crap ever since. Robinson has been about as consistent as a clock. Well, and then on top of that, Collinsworth kept contradicting himself the entire fucking game by saying, oh, well, if you throw the ball up to him, that's Allen Robinson's game, blah, blah, blah. He's one of the best in the games at that. Oh, and Mahomes couldn't use that? I swear, I'm telling you right now, if they had Allen Robinson with Tyree Kill, oh, man, game over. Yeah. Like, seriously, Allen Robinson gets, Dan, I, I would probably say with Mahomes getting the offense, because, I mean, obviously he fits in because we run very similar off, similar, similar offenses. We run very similar offenses. With Mahomes, I guarantee you, I, and you can call me out on this, I think he, he at least gets 1,700 yards oh, in the season. Oh, absolutely. Now, here's what Mahomes can figure out that Trubisky has not figured out. There was a guy by the name of Blake Bortles. He didn't throw the ball very well, but he knew one thing about Robinson, and that is you throw the ball up and you make it become a basketball game where Robinson has to go up and get it, and he wins that about 95% of the time. Trubisky has no gunslinging mentality at all. He is who he thought he was, okay? So he is who we thought he was. Yeah, he is who we thought we, yeah. he was. That's what I said, yeah. didn't I? Oh, okay. It came out a little bit differently on my end. 
Well, I thought that's what I, I mean, he is who we thought he was. Like he, that's, that's. So, so here's the deal with, with Trubisky is I was sharing with Ty before this, that he's averaging just four air yards per throw. And the majority of his throws are on the right-hand side. That means he's just throwing the ball a little over the line of scrimmage. But, but what we need to talk about and we need to address that we have not addressed, we have addressed that all in the podcast. And the dad, they're very valid points. Here's something we have not addressed a lot of. And it was more apparent in this game than any other game in the season. He has zero quarterback awareness on situational play. He has no clue when to throw the ball away. How many times this season has he run around and then he'll just step out on the line of scrimmage and lose three yards? Throw the ball away. He is terrified to throw the ball. That's why Allen Robin, that's why all our wide receivers' numbers are down. He has zero gunslinger mentality. There has to be a point where you say, screw it, I have to trust my wide receiver on this. And and this game, we really saw more of, it's not Matt Nagy. If you watch the film, he gave Trubisky free reign. He took the training wheels off. He, Trubisky was calling blitzes. He was audibling, and he was audibling the wrong stuff. He was running the wrong plays. He continues to miss guys down the field wide open. He can't hit anything on target. He just continues to be Trubisky. On that note, I think it's time for Nagy. I don't care if it's the last game of the year. I mean, you got to make, you got to just, the verdict's out, man. He's not good. If we pick up his fifth year, I'm going to be extremely disappointed. But, you know, we've been through this, and he's not very good, and we continue to be in this situation. But, his, you think really the last game of the year Nagy benches Trubisky? You need you. I would. You need to make. I don't think he will. I would. It's a statement. It's saying this, he's not in the future, because guys, it was fourth and twenty three. We were what? I don't even know how many points down. Down by twenty or something by this point, and Trubisky does a check down. On a fourth and 23, there's no awareness. I don't care if you're getting blitzed. There's a point where you have to throw the ball up because an interception doesn't hurt you because guess what? An interception actually would have helped us So it's, on field it, position. It, it does come down to let your talented people use their talent and make the plays. It also, it also comes down to, I guarantee you, no coach is saying, hey, check it down on a fourth and 23. A lot of this, guys, is on Trubisky. I've been hard on Nagy, but, you know, I'm after last night's game, the way I saw the game plan where they switched it around a lot, they, they tried to run Trubisky way too much. Do, do you think there's anyone out there right now, though, Tyler, that honestly believes that Trubisky is the answer? I'm, I'm being serious. I mean... Watching if you him, are calling, watch, watching him, yeah, I want to hear from him because watching him play last night, especially, it was an absolute dumpster fire, and nothing, nothing was done in a way that was professional, that was accurate. It was just a 
absolute disaster. In, in week 16. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know what? I'm tired of this. We got to get into a rhythm. We got to hold each other accountable. Okay. That coach mm-hmm. speak is just driving me nuts. No, I agree. That's the part where I am getting frustrated with Nagy. And, and I think that his positivity would be outstanding for an Aaron Rodgers or a uh, Tom Brady or a Drew Brees. Someone... Who, if they if they're struggling, you know they've already been there and done that, and they have that in them. Trubisky does not have whatever it is. He does not have that in him. And what it is is common football knowledge. His football IQ is low. It is extremely low. Put on the film. I think I could read coverages better than him. Now I don't have the army as or anything like that, but you know. That's a totally different thing. I'm talking about just IQ in general. Well, he, he doesn't have the IQ. He also doesn't have any kind of accuracy or instinctual kind of, oh, you know what? My read's not there. My read's not there. My neat read's not there. Decisively get rid of it. No, he doesn't. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like my read's not there. My read's not there. Oh, let me hold the ball and think about it a while. I mean, he was, he, he was bad this game. He, he just... And this game really was not on the coaching. Um, I think they tried to overcompensate because Andy Reid knew what they were doing. Excuse me. But to be fair, we knew what they were doing also. And we couldn't stop. But see, we did stop it. Listen, see, we did. When you, when Our you, defense had three stops in a row. How how often? How many teams stopped Mahomes? How many teams shut down right. Mahomes? Right. See, that's that's where we've got to give it to our defenses. Three times, right out of the gate, we stopped them. Well, they did have that one drive on us, but but we had three good stops in that first quarter. We we didn't do anything with them. I I, I think mentally, Trubisky's not there. He doesn't have it between the ears, man. Mentally, he's broke. He's sh- and I don't think he can recover. I don't think he's mentally tough for this game. He has won all the awards. In high school, he won the Mr. Ohio or whatever. I mean, he's always been a decul- declarated quarterback at that position. This is the first time he's handled adversity, and he is crumbling. Yeah, He is crumbling he, fast. Some, some people, and that's a really good point, Tyler, some people under adversity – really get stronger and they they recommit themselves and become better and it's like steel sharpened steel trubitsky is not that kind of guy no and if you just look at mahomes man dude it's those people that can carry that chip and hold that grudge he threw a ball to travis kelsey and he held out his fingers and he counted to one to two he paused at two, shrugged his shoulders like, oh, you could have had me, and then went all the way to 10 yeah. when he was picked. Now, listen, some people got really pissed about that, but here's what I like about Mahomes, and here's what I liked about Brett Favre, and I like this about a lot of really good quarterbacks. They know how to have fun. They're yeah. having a good time. Oh, yeah. And you know what? The great quarterbacks know how to play hard and have fun, and that's that leaves the t- that gives that team a really nice balance. But here's the main problem: why Trubisky's not our quarterback of the future? Because if he can't have fun now, when games are meaningless, 
then when, when, you know, hey, let's go out there and let's show them why I'm the number two and let's just cut it loose and have a good time. Because I feel like Trubisky says all the right things because he reads off a cue card behind the camera, but he's really feeling a lot of other emotions. And they're not good right now. And he's not mentally strong. You know, and that's fine. I'm not ma- and I'm not saying mentally strong in life. I'm saying mentally strong when it comes to football life. Yeah. That's yeah. all this is around. Yeah, this, this is not a character. This, this, no, this is not an indictment you know, of him as a no, person. No. It's none of that. It's 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 really the facts. And the facts are that he's facts un- are, he's ungood. I want him off my football team. Me too. Um, Let's, he's off right now. He's fired. Get out of here. I wish. Um, it's coming up. Uh, Black Monday is approaching. It's next Monday. I don't think the Bears will make any changes. I hope that Nagy stays. I hope that Pace goes. We we need we have addressed this before and time and time and time and time and time again. We need to figure out. At the bare, what do you think the bare minimum is that we have to do in this offseason? Because we might as well start talking about the offseason now because it's over. Other than that wonderful pun on words, the bare minimum. Yeah. yeah. What is the, um, that, that was an, actually that was not intended, but I didn't even pick it up until you said something. Yeah. So the bare <laughs> minimum. Okay. Listen, here's what we've got to do. We have got to, even God forbid, we don't get mid of Mitch. We, at the bare minimum, must bring in some decent competition for Mitch to show that we need a comparison and contrast. Because if this is all you're seeing is Mitch and Chase at practice, you're not getting a lot of contrast. I think Chase needs to go. Um, his time's done. I so mean, what, I, I mean, obviously. So, so don't you there. think we need some quarterback competition, though? No, I at the very minimum. Very minimum. Uh, there's plenty of competition out there. Cam Newton said he'd want to play. Don't know if that's ever going to happen. Now that Allen's stinking, we've talked about that before. Mariota, very interesting prospect to me. Uh, he can at least throw the ball downfield. Yeah, does he make some mistakes? But how about the ex ex forty nine er quarterback, Kaepernick? Well, that's never going to happen. We've already talked about that. We've tooted I know, that but horn. I, I know, but it's I not really going like to happen. See it no, happen, there is man. A, there is a like this. You know, like go tune into another show because there's a conspiracy behind this. There has to be. There's no other explanation. If Mike Glennon's in the league and this guy's not, I mean, speaking of that situation, maybe a David Carr. I don't know. Yeah, he didn't Some, play bad. David Carr went twenty six for thirty yesterday. Yeah. We need someone, though. We, we've got to have someone that can, at the very least, push him because this is just totally unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. And, and I know Curtis has brought up before about him maybe being a practice warrior. Man, I would like to see it. I would like to see some kind of leaked footage because I don't. I don't know how much of that, and I know I'm not trying to attack Curtis. I'm saying like I don't know how much of that. Like if I heard that, I'd have to see it to believe it because I there's no way to me they do we pick up his fifth year? I mean that's what this is heading I, down to. I, I I fear that they're going to, and I think that would be an absolute disaster to pick up his fifth year. Listen, 
the guy, he may be a great guy. He may be wonderful to have around the clubhouse. We've already done that. You, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't but, think he is wonderful but, to have but, around the clubhouse. I think the, he's a little baby. But the bottom, but the bottom line is this: we really got to get rid of him, and without well, having some competition, and if we hold on to him, which I so fear we're going to do. Well, let's switch gears here, because that that's a great point. I I know what you're saying, and I, I'm sorry to cut you off. Let's switch gears to the guy who who signed his ass. Let's talk about this guy more. Because I'm fed up. I think you are. How long does it take for you to try to turn around an organization? Because you're on year five, buddy, and you've we don't have any goddamn picks, man. Yeah, I we know. We have no picks. Yeah, I, I We yeah. have no first round picks till next year. Right. Not right. and I'm talking 2021, right? Am I wrong? No, I th- I think you're absolutely right. I think this coming year we've got a second round pick. Um, but and, yeah. and what first picks have we hit on? Because right now we have problems. We have a running back problem. We have an offensive line problem, and we have a tight end problem. And we're gonna have a defensive problem because Eddie Jackson's gonna want paid. A lot of people are coming up with paychecks, and we have a lot of money tied up in stupid people. Like Trey Burton, a lot of money tied up in Trey. Guarantee the uh, uh, backfield, like our defensive backfield, like the Vikings, would lick their chops to get an Eddie Jackson. Oh, yeah. Any well, name no team in the NFL won it. Right. Name one team that won it. You can't. So we got a, we got a lot to be fixed. And to your point, pace. Here's the thing. I don't think they've got the gonads to do it. They have to, though, Dad. You can't sit here and see results every year of such epic decline. These are epic declines. Doug Peterson came from the same Koji tree as Andy Reid. The Eagles have, and it just shows you that they have a better GM. Because he came in, he revolutionized. I made fun of you earlier in this podcast for saying the Eagles are going to win the division. I said, you want to take that back? You said, no, you're spot on right now. So what is the difference between the same offense? And yes, they have a shit ton more injuries than they we do. Yes, they are in a crappier division, but they won a Super Bowl. They went back to the playoffs. They beat us. They shouldn't have. They did because of Trubisky. I don't even care about Cody Park. I don't care about the double doink. That's another bad GM move. He should have cut Cody Parkey. The coach should have cut Cody Parkey. We're not even going to go there. They could get back to the playoffs again. Say what you will. We are not winning playoff games. We're not even getting to the playoffs anymore because we don't have a GM who is competent in picking people. I feel like he has. This is what I feel like. You ever go out with your buddies and you get a, you haven't seen them in a while or you meet a new friend and you're like, dude, this guy's the greatest, man. Let me buy him another round. That's what Pace is doing with contracts. Guaranteed. Oh, Trey Burton, buddy, you got it. I love you, man. Just falling in love with those players. Like, love what is a, he doing? Having them over for dinner? Love at first sight, man. Love at first sight. So he falls in love, thinks of the best thing since sliced bread offers them a great contract, then they don't hit. Yeah, so, correct. I, I don't know what. So so who who pulls the trigger on pace? Ted Phillips. He has to. Yep. He has to. And I, he got, That's, now he so, got, hold on now. He got rid of Emery real quick, who brought in Trustman, 
who has now had they and there's simul- the only difference between Mark Trustman is Mark Trustman screwed up when he brought in Mel Tucker. When Mel Tucker came in, he ruined our defense. Both were bad. Okay? Mm-hmm. Both were bad. That's what and they, and they got rid of him. They right out the door, right? I don't want to get rid of Nagy yet. I don't I either. Know, I know I have said that in the past, but I'd like to see Nagy grow more of a spine. I don't think he understands the industry, the um, where he works, what the industry is. I don't. I don't think he understands. I don't think. Look, look at Mike Tomlin yesterday. Duck Hodges, you're playing like crap. Or Out. Duck Hodges, Duck. Yeah, you're playing like crap. Here Out. comes Hodges. Yep. Hodges gets hurt. I guess we got to go back to Duck. Did they lose the game? Yeah, but. You know, Gruden pulls Derek Carr for having a bad game. We never pull Trubisky. We never yell at him. You got to grow a spine. You can't hurt feelings any longer, okay? Something needs to change. But that's the small part. The big part is the guy running this organization and picking up players for us who have been bust, who have not been doing good. Add to the long list of flaws. Add Jordan Howard, please. Oh. Write it in now for one, you should have never traded him. Two, you didn't get shit when you did. Oh, by the way, Robbie Gold hit another game winner on Saturday night. Yeah. And I will continue to dwell on that. I don't care if you're sick about it, listeners. Write in, call in. It's always going to be a pain in my ass. Always. Until he's gone. I will stop complaining because he's the reason. So we think that maybe this year, I I hear you saying this year, you really think that we're going to pull the trigger on pace and he's out the door. No, I'm saying I would. I would have done it a long time ago, but there can't be much long. I would be shocked if they allow Trubisky to pick up his fifth year deal because I think Ted Phillips is going to say there has to be a point where Ted goes, whoa, 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 whoa. You might not be here next year. He Pace just signed a two-year extension. So if we get rid of him next year, I don't know. I think he had a year left, so we'd still owe him two years. Screw it, man. I think it. I think that'd be the best money we ever spent. We're we're, we're well. We're we're getting towards the Bill O'Brien thing, like we talked about last time, where he's gonna go all in and push all his chips and take all our money, and he could damage us for a long time. Because he's trying to save his job. He came from New Orleans. New Orleans? New Orleans, buddy. He came from New Orleans. God, he sounded like a cartoon character. You did. He came, Watch a wabbit. Yeah, he came from uh, New Orleans. And he was the Wonder Boy. We hired him when he was 34. He was supposed to be the Wonder Boy. I was high on him. I was. A lot of my friends weren't. What's he done? Blah, blah, blah. It shows. He has no experience. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He said he wanted to create a late relationship like Sean Payton had with Drew Brees. Okay, stop right there. Cut out all the shit. Like everyone goes, oh, it'd be great to have a Bill Belichick and a Tom Brady and a, a Sean Payton and a Drew Brees. No, okay, that's those are so few and far between. You are a GM. You need to be realistic. Quit blowing smoke up our ass. Because we we don't have that relationship right now. You know, 
in Green Bay, Lefla is fighting with Rodgers, but they're still producing. They play tonight. The game's not on yet. We'll see what happens. I'm just saying, the way he's going about things and the way he's doing things, maybe you should stop trying to mold and try to copy and replicate other people's uh, philosophies and game plans. Maybe you should come up with your own because I feel like he's trying to mix New Orleans with Belichick. Yeah. And it's colliding and it's not working. I, I just know that if change does not occur, speaking as a Bear fan, that I will be angry and I will be pissed. But what do you and mean by change? I, but I'm, like, I'm let, talking, let's talk about for this I'm year. Ta- what are we talking about for change for, for this year? For this year that we at least have to bring in some kind of decent quarterback competition to put up against Trubisky because he's the only game in town and the game is bad. All right? They're, he's just ungood. Yeah. And if we don't bring someone in, so we at the very minimum, we got to bring someone in. I'm, I don't care who it is. I want someone that it can at least have some accuracy, throw the ball, for goodness sakes, downfield, give our defense a chance to rest maybe more than three plays would be nice. Don't lead the league in punts or three and outs or third down efficiency. Right. That's all we're right. asking. It's right. A, you know, if we can take away one of those, it's really not that big of a deal. It's really not that hard. And listen, My, I, I agree with you. I'm with you completely. I think this is what's going to happen. This is what I want to happen this season. Okay. Well, here, no, I'll take that back. Here's what I think is going to happen. We do bring in a quarterback to compete. It's going to be no one we like, but it's going to be competitive somehow. I don't know how. They're going to blow smoke up our ass again. Um, And that's going to be that, and we're going to move forward. And then if we have another bad year, then I think they will clean house. If we have another bad year, Pace is gone. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. They're not going to put up with that. Right. And, I, and I, I, I couldn't agree more, and I think what's frustrating for me as a Bears fan is to think of going through another season like this again Here's in 2020. Yeah, yeah and you know what, though? We're being realistic. I'm, I, I don't like listening to ESPN. I don't like – it was fine, but, man, I'd rather listen to podcasts like us. And, and I try to. And, it's you know, if you guys – People can get their information from anywhere. Like there is a much, there's a lot of this podcast pie that can be taken off. I, and, and I like it because we can sit here and we don't have big brother over our shoulders saying, you can't say that about him. Like I just threw Chris Collins worth under the bus. Well, I want to back that bus over. Like I want to back it up and run him over again. Cause he's an idiot and I can't stand him. How do you play wide receiver? And then you're like, well, Sammy Watkins, no different Tyler and Robinson. You know what? Stop. You know? Let let me tell you something. Having watched Chris Collinsworth uh, when he played, he's a better announcer than he is right now than he was a wide receiver. So, you know, you got to take that into account. not saying much. Yeah, I know. That's why I bring it up. Well, then the reason I just went on that tangent is it it is whatever. I I would love to talk to more people, and and we'll get into that later. I, I just, I think... When it comes down to where we're at, we, we, dark times are coming, man. You can't trade up. You can't trade up for that. You can't. You just, uh, 
So the other thing is we, we've got to address the tight end situation, don't we? I mean, seriously, can we really bring Trey Burton back and try to turn him into something he wasn't to begin with? No, but what we haven't talked about and what we need to right now is David Montgomery's been a bust so far, in my opinion. Oh, he absolutely has. He's he, He's been known to break tackles. Earlier in the year, he was doing it. Later in the year, I don't know if it's a, too long of a season for him. I don't know what's happening, but Tariq was running harder than him. We are not utilizing Tariq at all. We are not, and, and I heard uh, Collinsworth say it's because of the tight end. No, that has nothing to do with it. That Now, that part is on Nagy. You need to you need to create mashup mat mashups matchups with the linebackers so that Tariq can get open. And then Montgomery was known for breaking tackles. Yeah, yeah. And as a college player, that's why I was so excited when I heard that they were picking him up because of the the number of tackles and yard the yards he got after those missed tackles. You just but this year you. It's like he's turned into a different runner. And what did I tell you? You don't get rid of something you already know you have. You already know you have a player who can play at the NFL level and Jordan Howard, and you go out and you get a rookie instead because you think, hey, I can save money. Money? Jordan Howard was taking up $2 million. Yeah, Two he was, million. He he was one of the lowest paid players. When they announced that they were doing that to save money, you give up a pro bowl player that has one of the lowest salaries in the NFL to save money. Give me a break. And I also think it's a mistake in the NFL. They're trying to trend where running backs don't mean anything. I think that's a mistake. Look at look how good um, Cleveland. Well, Cleveland's not the best example, but they did get better and they do. Well, they do have two great players in Chubb and hunt. They I have, mean, I mean, yeah. we don't, we don't have that. Cohen is not a Cohen is like a Darren Sproles. Okay. He's good to have in that regard, but we don't have any power. We don't have, Right, there's a we're missing the classical power runner up the up the middle between the tackles, straight ahead, you know, bury your head and go kind of guy. We just don't have that right now. We've got we've got Montgomery that he he looks like he's trying to find the holes, but then he turns and runs right into the back of his own players. I mean, I don't get it. He spo- was supposed to have this great vision, but he doesn't have it. Uh, he's been struggling. Yes, he he's been struggling big time. I think it was a mistake. I think it wasn't a mistake to draft him. I think it was a mistake to get rid of Howard for him. I mean, you don't know how he's going to operate. You don't know how he's going to do, and then you just, you know, gone. See ya. So we have issues, and they need to be addressed. And it's hard to do when you don't even have a first round pick. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Kyle Long. Maybe he comes back, but he's been so banged up lately. It's he's, he's almost he, a lost cause. At he's this point. he's not he's not coming back. He's not coming back, and they and they shouldn't. I love Kyle Long, but they should. Are you he? You know he got an extension this year. I know he shouldn't come back. He is no. I know what you're saying. He shouldn't, but you know it's going to happen, right? 
unfortunately. As he shakes his head. I know people can't see this, but you're shaking your head I, back I, and forth I, right now. Yeah, he, he just he, sh- he shouldn't come back. I, I, I love the guy, but he, he needs to... He needs to stay home. He's very Failed. injury prone, but yeah. when he's good, he's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. he hasn't been. He, everyone said he was a bust coming out of Oregon. He actually, he, and, you know, he proved to be all right. And no, he's better than all right. In his prime, he was, he was great, but he's, he's just gotten way too banged up. To, and it sucks. That's nothing to yeah. do with him. So, right. Exactly. He did so, restructure to free up some money. I just, the way money is being spent, I know that Pace is the number one leader in guaranteed money. I don't know. I don't know what he. Well, let me. He has to have an ego, right? Like in just the size of the Saturn. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the world, but that felt too small. So it was, I went with it Saturn. Was, it was way too small. It, you might want to include like a couple different universes. See, I went with Saturn because like I also picture a ring, like a the ring around his head. But not like up too high like a halo, like just like an annoying look where it's like across the forehead uh-huh. into the back of the head where he's just in the box with like a big brain and like perfectly combed hair going, mm, I know everything. I don't know why that visual came into my head, but it did. That's Is there something in that beer you're drinking tonight, buddy? No, that's just how I pick. I'm like, what, no, is that- <laughs> what would an asshole look like with a giant ego? <laughs> and that's what I pictured. Uh, I was right. like, oh, that's right. our asshole. Oh, okay. Okay. So wait, I got a question for you. Serious question. We just spent the last few minutes talking about all the offensive needs of this team. We know that they're not getting a first round pick. So how how do we go into this next year? Okay. How how do we go into this next year and correct these issues? On the offense. We, the only way we can do it is through the draft, or we have to get f- cheap free agents. We have way too much money tied up in other ends. Um, there is one defensive situation we need to address. We have not talked about it on this podcast. Luckily, the light bulb just turned on in my head. Bling! It's called Buster Screen. He is getting picked on at oh, an alarming rate. He is. They're, they're keying in on him so consistently. It's like... Where's Buster? That's where I'm throwing the ball. Why do you think, in your observation, he's still on the team and on the field? I know my reasoning. Do you have one? Well, yeah. I think he's, believe it or not, I think he's about the best they've got That's that they can pull from at, at this point in time. Now, Tolliver, he also struggles a great deal out there. But He's not, not as getting ba- picked but not on. As, but not as bad as a there, There's Buster. something on tape on Buster. Yeah, th- yeah, they're keying in on he, him. You want to know why I think he's out there? Why? He he's good. He's a good blitzer. He's probably the best corner. He does really good disguising it, and he does really good at crashing in and getting to the quarterback. I would say that that's the reason he comes. Pagano likes to send him in a lot of different ways, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And he's good at it. I'm not going to lie, but he can't cover. And that's his primary job, and he's really struggling at covering. That was one of the big knocks when we got him from the Jets. So who knows? Because right now he really can't cover. So yeah, it is what it is, you know. Yeah, it is. What? So, so the other the other thing. Also, also real quick on Tolliver, he's yeah, young. He is. He is. We, we we haven't really. Buster's been in the league, man. Yeah, I know. I know. How about I, I want to just just touch briefly on. Floyd for a minute. Go ahead. Um, 
I, you know, Curtis brought this up a few weeks back and I thought he was so spot on. It was incredible that, you know, he really hasn't provided that other um, defensive end slash linebacker that we need to put any kind of pressure. And so everybody is double and triple teaming Mac. Um, granted, Floyd's had some great plays here and there, and he's had some really good plays in the run game. But what he he's nowhere near what we thought we drafted, is he? I mean, in my mind, he's not even close to the, the guy I thought we were getting. And that was an elite pass rusher a top 10 pass rusher that could really put pressure on the quarterback. I, I've i yet to see him really do that. It'd be nice to also see us get, like, bolster the line a little more. Uh, Goldman's good. He's not great. He's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you think about Floyd? I mean, where where do you stand with I, that? The reason I went to Goldman is because what went through my head is we do need another edge rusher. We need someone to help out Mac. Um, listen... I, this is going to be hard for Bears fans to to hear, but I'm going to say it. I don't know how long we're going to have Khalil Mack. I know he's tied up in a lot of money. He said something that I was like, oh, shit. He said, they asked him about him being snubbed from the Pro Bowl. He said, the only bowl I care about is, is the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. I saw that. He also said, and he knows his time is dwindling. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. That so, kind of goes back to Curtis's message in the beginning where players, want, certain players wanted him out. I'm not saying Mac wants him out. What I'm saying is Mac is seeing the window close on him. Yeah. That's what you're saying. It's like the Bears curse, man. We just can't get up over that damn hill. Did you we see? We cannot find a competent quarterback. Did you see what they showed in Sunday night's game about the Bears quarterbacks in the last hundred years versus the other quarterbacks in the last hundred years? It it about made me sick. Yeah, it was very alarming. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, what is it that we just? historically can't find a quarterback i mean it's got to be more than just bad gms right how many gms have we had in the last hundred years well look at the opportunities that we do not take up on i think and i've said this before i think it's key for you it is so hard it's not like the nba when the nba has a draft or a lotto the majority of the one through five picks they pan out and they actually become someone the NFL is very hard in that regard. So why not double up? And what I mean is keep drafting quarterbacks. Pace said he was going to do that. That was his number one thing was we need competition. I think it's vital to keep having fresh quarterbacks in. He didn't. He just He's like a politician. He says one thing, he does another. I think it's very vital to do that. Look what Jim Hardball did. They moved up to get Lamar Jackson because he even said, well, you know what? Maybe this way of a quarterback isn't what we should be focused on. He's the best. Beth, Beth, wow, I'm really slurring my words here. He's the best quarterback right now that's on the board. We have an aging Joe Flacco. We need to go get him. They trade up. They get him. He looked like garbage last year. 
he's going to win the MVP this year, and he has the Ravens a first seed in the first time in their franchise history, in their short franchise history. But still, they're the number one seed. Everything goes through Baltimore in the AFC. My point to all this, Mahomes, playoff, Watson, playoff, Lamar, playoff, could have had all three. But that just shows the amount of incompetence that is being brought by the Bears higher up. And it goes way further than coaching. It goes from the GM to the scouts he has. People are not getting the job done. They are on the defensive side. I don't know what it is that we can draft a hell of a defense and we can find gems like Eddie Jackson. But that's it. Like, what is happening? I don't know. I don't know what's yeah, happening on the offensive side. That, that's what I was trying to say. It's it's almost as if we throw our quarterback radar away in terms of... of <laughs> did we ever have one? Well, I don't know. I'm starting did to we, wonder it. I'm starting to wonder at this it? point. Hey, you know what? That's our problem. We lost we the radar. We lost our quarterback radar. Son of a bitch. Damn. Go, go. Damn. We're going to have to go. <laughs> go uh, we're going to have to find it. It's yeah. somewhere in Chicago. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Oh, well, I don't think it's anywhere near Chicago. Maybe it's, I, I think maybe I, it's in the bean. Maybe it's actually like put into the bean. Hey, did Jerry Jones steal our quarterback radar? No, God, no, Jerry, no. Maybe Green Bay. Green bean, Bay did it when the bean was being constructed. They put our radar inside the bean, and now we'll never find it because no one's ever going to crack the bean open because well, it's the bean. Yeah. I think you found it. Heavy play, Green Bay. Oh, yeah. Good, good play. Can't wait till you guys get a shitty quarterback. Boy, are we going to have fun with that podcast because it's coming. Statistically, we've been putting up with your shit for far too long. We're going to have our day, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You just keep saying that to yourself. Buddy, you just keep God. saying that to yourself. I know, I know. As I said it out loud, I was you like, couldn't, you, you couldn't even keep a straight face. I sounded it, you, so stupid. You could not. You could not. I sat here and I was like, I sound so stupid. <laughs> All right, let's All break right. down. Uh, yeah. The Vikings are next. Uh, they have not played yet. They got a lot on the line. They can still win the NFC they North. Can. Yes, they can. Uh, Kirk Cousins struggles in Green Bay. Or no, well, sorry, actually, not Green Bay the, Monday night. He yeah. has only had one win but in Monday night football. But they're up at Minneapolis, are they not? Yeah, but he only has one win in Monday night football. Yeah, And that true. came this year. So he he doesn't have very many primetime wins. Uh, Cook's out. Uh, although I feel like Murray's going to be able to run too. All this being said, I still think either they eke... I think I think Green Bay ekes them out. I do too. Although but, if they can, you, you know what would be interesting to see is if Minnesota can hold on, like the if they can weather the storm because Green Bay sucks in the fourth quarter. They cannot score, so it, that'd be interesting. Um, so it all depends on tonight how I think we come out and play them. I hope we play them hard, guys. It's a rival. Let's end on at least somewhat of a high note. And Trubisky, just go have fun. If you throw five interceptions, you're not going to tarnish any career because you don't <laughs> yeah. have one. What are you going to do? Yeah, it, really. I mean, if you, let's say he, he he does have a really bad game. How is that different than the other bad games he's at? And I'd like Nagy to relax, too. We keep talking about Trubisky. Nagy, mm. take a deep breath, bud. 
Your season's over. Let's get fun. Let's, you know, throw out some fake punts, some stuff like that. I wish more coaches coached the way they do when the season's over than when they do when the season's on the line. Like, you think he would have got some of that. Like, look how ballsy Doug Peterson was. Yeah. Against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Why don't we have that? There's a lot of things we don't have in this podcast. Is yeah, but that, that that one doesn't make any fucking sense, to be honest, though. Right? Yeah. Because he came from the same coaching tree. They have to be studying the same philosophies where they all agree. Because obviously there's conflict. Obviously they don't always agree. But, like, he... <laughs> Nagy... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. So, so we're getting off track. Tonight, tonight's game with the Packers and the Vikings, I say the Packers are going to blow them out. Ooh. Yes. I'm going to say they're going to beat them by 10. Ooh, Packers by 10. And I'll tell you why I say that. Two or three years ago, people were actually frightened of that um, backfield, defensive backfield. They are nothing this year. And Rodgers is going to throw that ball and throw that ball and throw that ball. And they're going to get ahead, and when they get ahead, they're then going to run Aaron Jones. Disagree with you. Uh, I think there's no way they blow him out. By 10. Packers by 10 tonight. Nah, Packers by 3. That's what I think. No way by 10. Their offense is struggling. Their defense is frauds. I've said that before. So I, it'll be interesting to see how we play Minnesota. How would you like to see us play Minnesota? Because I've already said my piece on it. I'm I'm with you. I would like to see us play loose. I'd like to see us take chances, throw the ball, do some trickery, um, make the last game something that's fun and that we can pull away from. It'd be nice to send the Vikings in to the playoffs with a loss. Yeah, because the, I mean, hurt a little. Well, because they're already in. They've already clinched. So maybe send them off to Philly. Doesn't that if they go to Philly? Doesn't that have that like? You just know Minnesota's going to lose that game. They're going to Minnesota the shit out of that, aren't they? Yes, they are. If they have to go to Philadelphia, they are just going to choke. Yeah. Even with Dalvin Cook coming back. Which which is not guaranteed at this point in time. Oh, he'll come back for the playoffs. They'll shoot him up with some kind of drugs. They always do. <laughs> All right. Well, you got All anything right. else? We didn't no. get any calls tonight. I know it's crazy. You got anything? Nothing else, sir. All right. So... We will stay in touch. We got one more podcast on the regular season. We will do a live wrap-up show that will be big, and we'll make sure we do it later on a Saturday. Hopefully people can call. If you can't call, if you want to schedule a time, call us, leave us a voicemail. We will work with you so that you can get your opinion heard, and we can spread the word the way, according to you, the way you want to say it. So... With all that being said, man, I think that's it. Uh, we could have had Mahomes. We, we, we could have, man. We could have had Watson. We could have had Jackson. But remember, it's always a good time when you bear down. Bear down.